Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey there, my name's Michael Laminato and this is Race Day at the 2023 United States Grand Prix on Pit Pass F1. Pass F1 is brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts. And on today's episode, Max Verstappen beats Lewis Hamilton to victory in a somewhat surprisingly tight finale in Austin. Well, at least he did at the chequered flag. Some hours later, the race became overshadowed by the double disqualification of Hamilton and pole getter Charles Leclerc. Bad news for them, but good news for Lando Norris and Carlos Sainz, who got onto the podium, and for Williams and Logan Sargent, who scored his first ever point in 10th. To wrap up a controversial day in Texas, let's hear now from your host in the paddock, it's Julianne Serasoli. It was a matter of time Lewis Hamilton and Charles Leclerc would be disqualified after we received the document saying that the cars had failed the plank wear test. It's like a weight limit issue or few sample issue it's very unlikely you escape when you have this kind of infringement so Hamilton and the clerk were disqualified a very fast man car combination who thought he maybe would leave Austin with his first win since Saudi 2021 yes that is true and the pole position of today's race so Where do I start with all of this? The prediction that it would be warm today was right. And this was bad news for McLaren, according to Norris. He said the warmer it was, the worse the car uh, was. And also it was bad for his remaining tires. Because Norris went to the race knowing he would have to do two stints with a hard tire. And the mediums were the preferred ones this afternoon, the best one with wear and performance. So all in all, he was pretty happy with third position or at least thinking it was the best he could have done. And that was even before he ended up in second position after what happened to Hamilton. Lewis had a roller coaster kind of day. He was aiming first to get rid of Leclerc and Norris straight away at the start. He ended up behind Sainz after the first lap, then he overtook both Ferraris, he had great pace, but then Mercedes seemed to be sort of teased by Red Bull's option to put Max on the medium tyre for the second time, so indicating they would have to stop again. So in Mercedes' mind, would it be possible for Lewis to make a one-stop strategy work? He never thought so. And that's why he said this was their second mistake of the day. The first being, of course, the bad start. Lewis said he felt the team should have stopped him early. That's on his first stop. Maybe trying an undercut or at least not getting him back at the track so far away from the stop. And when he got back to the track, he was seven seconds away from the stop. And soon enough, 
he had Norris between them when Verstappen overtook the McLaren driver on lap 28. So after what we had seen on Saturday, it was actually surprising. It took so long for Verstappen to overtake Norris, over Verstappen to take the lead effectively. Verstappen said he realized pretty much early in the race, in his first laps, that his pace compared to the others wasn't as strong as it had been during the sprint. And this is, I know a lot of people don't like the sprint, but this is the one reason why I like the sprint. The sprint helps the teams to understand what to do, how to deal with the tires, what to do with strategy. And very often we have a more strategically well fought and planned race on Sunday. I really like this. But coming back to the race, uh, he also had some brake issues. He told us he changed something from Saturday to Sunday. Uh, so it has to be something which was broken. Otherwise, he would have had a penalty. And his braking felt a lot different from what he was feeling on Saturday. Even not with the pace he expected to have and not really liking his braking, he overtook one by one and won in Austin. So in the end, as he predicted, he had some fun, didn't he? And Norris ended up being promoted to second with Lewis's disqualification, of course. He pretty much threw the towel about any possibility of winning this season. He said his best chance was in Qatar and he didn't manage, of course, to win in Qatar. But we know how Lando can be a bit pessimistic sometimes. It was a good weekend for McLaren and it was better than they were expecting. They are still slow in the slow corners. That's no news for them. The, the car will only improve probably only next year. But uh, it was overall a good weekend for McLaren. Carlos Sainz was then promoted to third. He seems to have like this tendency of getting third places after the checkered flag, doesn't he? He was really happy with his race, with the way he managed the tires, but I don't know how lucky he was with the FIA checks. And I'm going to explain this because these checks are random. The FIA chose Verstappen, Norris, Hamilton and Leclerc to pass these specific checks with the planks. And of course, their teammates, they maybe they chose a, a different setup or maybe they were illegal as well, but the FIA didn't check them. Just to explain quickly, Hamilton and the clerk's cars were too low and that's why they were in the plank was so high. So probably the suspension was too soft or something like that. It's a setup issue that maybe the teammates also had. So that's why I'm saying maybe Sainz was a bit lucky this time. Pole position Leclerc was the only one among the, the first ones to opt for a one-stop strategy. That is because according to Ferrari's numbers, one or two stops seem to be pretty much similar. So when they realized the tire wear was less pronounced in the race than they expected, they made this choice with Leclerc to stop only once. But <laughs> it didn't work, did it? He finished sixth, ended up disqualified anyway, but it wasn't the right choice for Leclerc. And let's remember that on Saturday, Sainz made a similar complaint when he was the only one starting with a soft tire. So even though Ferrari has recovered a few points 
with Mercedes in Austin in their fight for the second place in a championship, it's very clear that they do have some work to do, strategy work to do. Of course, it's harder to judge now with Lewis's penalty, but Mercedes seems to be behaving better with the new floor and that should be also the case in this final part of the season. And two people who are likely a lot happier after the disqualifications than when I saw them in the media pen were first Paris, because he was fourth in the end, gaining points on Hamilton, which seemed to be totally unlikely throughout the whole weekend. And once again, he left the track saying that they know what went wrong and know how to fix it. So let's see how it goes for his home race in Mexico. Definitely lack of support wasn't a problem for him in Austin and it won't be a problem this next weekend in Mexico. Another happy driver probably was Logan Sargent, wasn't he? He didn't have a bad weekend at all in Austin and ended up leaving with one point, his first point in F1 after the disqualifications. So a few hours after crossing the line, but still it counts for Logan Sargent. And probably Lance Stroll was happy too. I say probably because show a lot of emotion, but he was ninth in the race and he was qualified seventh in the end, escaping a penalty for parking on the grid when he was meant to start from the pit lane. But Aston Martin were quite pleased with how the, the race went after starting from the pit lane with both drivers in order to be able to make some setup changes and also change some parts in Fernando's car, basically converting it to the Qatar specification. Fernando, by the way, he said he was treating this race as an FP0 for Mexico to get there more prepared and was pleased with the race, although he retired feeling something was wrong with the floor. Just a short comment on the celebrities list. Definitely smaller than in the last few years in Austin, but we had Patrick Dempsey, happy to talk about the Enzo Ferrari movie. Anthony Joshua was impressing everyone with his size. Gasly said that his biceps were larger than his legs. Kelly Slater was there as well. Prince Harry chose not to go to the grid in the last minute. Elon Musk turned up as well. So it was a respectable list, but not how it used to be before we had the race in Miami and in Vegas as well. So I'm already a bit late for the piggy place I told you about on Saturday's podcast. So I better go. I bet half of the paddock is going to be there. Half is going to be singing at Pete's Piano Bar a few doors down. But that's Austin. You just cannot get it wrong in Austin. Bye-bye. Thanks very much to Julianne, who was in the Austin paddock all weekend, bringing us the latest from the United States Grand Prix. You'll hear from Julianne again later in the season, but for now you can find her on social media. Just check the links in the show description. The Mexico City Grand Prix is up next, and you can keep up to date with all of the action from Mexico by subscribing to Pit Pass F1 wherever you get your favourite podcasts. And you can visit us at pitpassmotorsports.com. While you're there, check out the Pit Pass Motorsports blog, powered by Podium Life, featuring racing articles and motorsport industry news. My name's Michael Laminato. Pit Pass F1 is an evergreen podcast. 
guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.